What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 86 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. Got a whole lot of more regional news for IRL events coming up. Uh, yeah, I know last week um, we had it announced where things were happening. Yeah. And then this week they dropped on us kind of out of nowhere that, hey, by the way, here's the schedule for next year. Which, fun fact, that, it just picks up where they left off on 2020. It, dude, it literally does. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like copy paste. Two years later, let's go. Yeah. Um. Obviously, things are very, very different between now and then. Um. We have the inclusion of Pokemon Go now. We have Pokin or Pokin. Pokin. At all the events. Uh, I believe it'll be at all the events. I don't remember. Uh, at least all of them where TCG and VGC are. I'm assuming, which is literally all of them. Uh, Pokemon Go currently has, looks like, three in the U.S. and both of the European, um, both the European regionals. Yeah. I know, let's see, this list you sent me has only the regionals on it. Yep. Do we have, uh, the other ones? The, we have our regionals here in front of us and we know the international is in Columbus. Let's see. It's regionals. There's Europe special events. Let's see. Here we go. Here's the internationals. Let's see. We have a Europe international in April, which is going to be in Germany. We have North America internationals in June, which is going to be in Columbus. Um, which those are going to have all the events, yeah, like all the games and everything at them. Yeah. Um, that looks like everything on that one, at least. So let's actually start from the top here, work our way down through at least, you know, we'll, we'll start with the U S ones, work into the, the couple European events that we have scheduled here. What do we got, man? What's on the docket? So the first one coming up is in Salt Lake City, Utah. This is March 18th and 20th, and obviously in 2022. Uh, This one's our first one. This is going to be our first run. This will be probably in a new format as well, depending on how everything works out event-wise. Depending on how... Let's, Let's see. March is going to be Series 12. Yeah. Because Series 11 runs through January. And depending on so how long January to whatever lasts, it'll be 12 mm-hmm. or 13. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be 12. Yeah. Um, even, even if they go back to the two-month cycle, it's going to be February, March for 12 then. So I'm assuming at the latest it's going to be... T- like. We unless it's some weird hodgepodge, um, I'm assuming it's going to be 12. I would be very interested to see if we have uh, home integration for Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl by then. Mm-hmm. And if so, I think that's what Series 12 is going to be. Okay. Uh, next one up is also in March, March 25th through the 27th in Orlando, Florida. This is your first Pokemon Go event as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many people show up for these Pokemon Go events. Um, I know... 
a lot of people just battle casually and there's a very small handful of elite Pokemon Go players. Uh, to qualify, there was something about hitting Legend in Season 9, which we're currently in Season 9. So cool. Okay. Hit Legend now and you'll and you can qualify to play in these events, pretty much. Um, that same weekend there is a Europe regional over in the UK, March twenty sixth and twenty seventh as well, and that's gonna have uh VGC, TCG, and Go as well. And like I said, I'm assuming these have Pokin as well, but they're not listed on this page. But if I pull up the tweet, it has uh nothing there either it's actually only on the internationals page that like the the clip of the internationals that has it listed so pokin has become such a small and tight-knit group of players that you only ever have to have a couple pokin events for to get an idea of who should go to worlds and things like that hmm if you'd ever gotten to see any of the pokin events from like players cup and whatnot you see a lot of the same names over and over and over. <laughs> I I actually haven't. So <laughs> I am I am very blind when it comes to this. Yep. So I'm not I, I don't think we'll have Pokin at these events, mainly because they want to keep numbers low enough that it's okay for like people to be there and not have to kick people out. And they also are adding Pokemon Go to these formats as well, so they kind of mm-hmm. trying to try that out and still keep numbers at a fairly safe uh amount which i know um like looking at the price structure which is on the page down lower um top payout is at 200 plus players um and i was looking at the numbers for the previous like back in 2020 the the events there Mm -hmm. uh collinsville was the last event we had which had 300 and Oh, where'd it go? It moved on me. Uh-oh. 328 players. Uh, if we go back a week to Dallas, it had 575. Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was about... D- Dallas was just before the, the pandemic started like getting the grip in the U.S. Collinsville was right there at the cusp of, this is a problem and we need to take care of it. Well, dude, what's really weird is San Diego, granted, it was in, um, this was technically still VGC 2019, Mm -hmm. so this was, this was played on Ultrasound Ultra Moon, uh, it had 79 players, so Dallas was actually the first one on Sword and Shield, it was Sword and Shield, which I, I actually did not know, I, I actually thought, uh, there was one before it, but that, that makes sense why it was so large. Because, I mean, if you think about it, adding in so many quality of life changes to make it where Pokemon are basically playable from the moment you catch them. Yep. Uh, it, it actually makes a ton of sense that this is one of the largest events we've seen. Yep. You know, when you, you're multiplying this by, like, nine times the players in a VGC tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's interesting to see that kind of just like immediate growth. Now, granted it was brand new games. They made it easy to get into VGC. Um, coronavirus wasn't an issue yet. (laughs) The, the difference between Daytona and San Diego, which were literally a week apart, same series, same everything. 
uh, 36 versus 72 players. That one's more of just people who was around at that time. Which, man, like looking at all these events from uh, Ultra Series, there's not one that hit triple digits. Yeah. Like, it's absurd to see <laughs> to see one that had okay. Atlantic City in September had 120. That's because it's that close was, to a bunch of other places, and you can just easily get there. Yeah, that was that was the first one of 2020. Uh, if I remember correctly, that's the first event back from Worlds that year. Uh, so it's the start of next the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone trying but, to snipe those early points. But, <laughs> but man, it, it's crazy to go from 120 down to about 30-something, and then suddenly 600. <laughs> it's what a new game will do. Trust me. Uh, Dude, I, I get it. I understand completely. I'd actually be interested in going back even farther to look, but I ain't got time for that right now. No. Let's get back to these. So uh, so let's see. You said Florida. Yep. Um, we got the UK that same weekend. So then nothing in April. No. Nationals. Internationals is in April. Uh, I think EU Internationals is in April. So there's nothing yeah. in the U.S. in April? No, there's nothing in the U.S. in April. So European Nationals, International Championships is April 22nd through the 24th. Yep, uh, there it that is. is. And that's in, in Frankfurt. Germany. Yep, Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, that's that's your first Pokémon event that you're going to be looking for, which most most Pokemon, European Pokémon players are going to be there anyway. They'll make the trip, and a lot of mm-hmm. them will probably just auto-qualify. Um. The next U.S. event is May 6th through the 8th in Indianapolis, which isn't too far from us. Not too far, meaning six hours? Yeah, it's, 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 I know, it's a decent drive. I know I've drive. made that drive before. It's a decent drive. Uh, it's, if I remember right, it's like two and a half to, in, uh, to St. Louis from here. So it'd be probably about six and a half to seven to Indianapolis from where I'm at. I'm actually looking right now. Uh, it is six and a half hours from my house. So, yeah, so it'll be about seven so, hours from mine. So, not awful. That's not terrible. Um, a little farther than I thought, but actually, you know, not not too, too terrible. Because I know uh, Colum- uh, Cincy is eight. Yep. Columbus is And I've is made nine. that drive. Columbus is only nine? Yep, I looked it up. Columbus is only nine. Okay. Uh, fun fact: Dallas is also only nine. Dude, I, I swear Dallas feels like forty-seven hours. <laughs> that drive is awful. It's because that drive is absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's only nine, but man, I it feels I've, like a lot more, don't it? It feels forever. <laughs> um, so this would probably be the one if I was going to go to one. This would be the one I'd go to. You know, we we might be able to figure something we'll out. Figure Obviously, out. this is this is nine months, months away. Yeah, this is months but away. Whole lives could change I, by then. I believe that same weekend. Yeah, there is a Europe special event in uh, in Spain. Oh, cool! Yep, May seventh and eighth in Spain, TCG and VGC as well. So then we have. Uh, May 20 through the 27th, we have New Jersey. Um, 22nd, not 27th. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought I said 22nd. No, you said 27th because that's the start of the next one. 
<laughs> which is going to be in Vancouver, which I think there's something. Well, we have the we know there is regionals in Germany as well mm-hmm. we just... in May, but we don't have a set date or location or anything else for that one yet. Yeah, that one's still um, to be announced and whatnot. They're still getting everything figured out there. First week of June, we have another special event in Italy, June 4th and 5th. And then, let's see, then we have the 17th through the 19th in Wisconsin, good old Milwaukee. I've heard, I've actually heard Milwaukee's really good. This would be the other one I could be, I could be talked into going to. If I don't go to Indianapolis, this would probably be the one I'd go to. How far is Milwaukee? It's it's a distance. <laughs> it's actually only eight. Yeah, that, it, the, dude, I, 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 I'm sure there are our European listeners, and they're like, "Holy cow, only eight? <laughs> so, if you think about it this way, so how how you described the drive down to Dallas just feels terrible. This I can tell you, the drive up to Milwaukee is just as bad. It is just as I bad. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast or not. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, the week I got my license, literally, I got my license on a Tuesday. That Thursday, we left, right? Mm-hmm. So, literally, <laughs> I've had my license for three days. Um, we were living in Columbia at the time, which is about an hour and a half west of St. Louis. About an yep. hour and a half, two hours, somewhere in there. Um, me and one of my buddies from high school drove to Charlotte, North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) That is a 14 hour drive. We did it in one sitting. (laughs) At least there was pretty stuff to look at. I almost drove off the side of a mountain, Carl. (laughs) Uh, The issue with the drive to Milwaukee is there is nothing in Iowa. Oh, Good lord, I can only imagine how terrible of a drive that is. Uh, they have signs along the side of the road warning you about tunnel vision. Good lord. Because the road going up to up through Des Moines all the way north, it's just one road. You just take that same road all the way up, and it'll take you right to Milwaukee, right through Minnesota, right to the Canadian border. They warn you in Iowa about tunnel vision because there's nothing on either side. It is just flat for awful 50 60 miles at a time how i'm curious how far vancouver is <laughs> we're flying if we're taking if we're going that we're going we're gonna fly I, we, uh, I did not realize where vancouver was <laughs> ah that's why you're looking up if we're going to vancouver we're flying <laughs> yeah I, I thought vancouver was just like north no uh i did not realize it is on the west coast of uh of Canada. Yeah, that is a 30-hour drive. <laughs> yeah, we'll just fly. It'll be fine. We'll have, to, we'll probably, um, we'll have to make a stop in Seattle or Oregon and then take the jaunt up to Canada. Let's see. What else is there? There's the one in Jersey, which I'm I'm assuming is just actually awful to drive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is it worse than Canada? Probably not. It's actually only 17. <laughs> <laughs> you know anything anything over eight hours i have a personal like i have a personal pledge to myself that anything over eight hours i am flying 
Like okay. that that drive, anything past that is awful. So Columbus is nine. <laughs> yep, I'm sure it is. <laughs> are we oh, are we flying to Columbus? To Columbus. Uh Let's probably see. be about three hundred dollars a ticket round trip. Let's see. What are the dates on that? Uh, they are June, June twenty, yeah, June twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. So we'll get there the twenty third, and we'll leave the twenty seventh. Um, according to this, I'm showing tickets for yeah, three hundred round trip. That's not bad. That's the absolute cheapest. Uh, that is flying United, so like that's actually not awful. And it's leaving from that one's leaving from Columbia. If we leave out of KCI, or we can just drive. Hold on, I'm looking. If we leave from KCI, it's 400 Why is it more expensive? Because it's KCI and you're traveling farther. It's an hour farther! It's, still it's a, actually like two. It's still more gas. <laughs> Plus the bigger That's airport. stupid. Bigger airport. Yeah, I guess. The trick would be to fly out of St. Louis. Um, St. Louis. <laughs> Don't mind us, people. It is Carter over here looking up flights. That's even more expensive! <laughs> this is stupid. I'm not flying. Okay. I'm not going to Columbus anymore. Okay. <laughs> Looks like we're going to Indianapolis, everyone. We'll, we'll meet you there. I make no promises, man. My work schedule is all kinds of jacked up, and I work every weekend, and getting off a weekend is next to impossible. Well, tell them it's your buddy's birthday, and you gotta go do that. I'm sure that'll go over like a yeah. turd in a punch bowl. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is all of the events that we currently have registered. We don't have anything for uh, for Worlds yet, right? We know Worlds is in London. That's about it. That's all we know, though, right? Uh, dates. There might be some dates somewhere. They might have adjusted all that. But as far as I'm aware, they haven't announced dates. They just know it's, hey... Worlds is in London this year. That's not what I want. I want Championship Series. Let's see. 2022 Video Game Championship Series. That doesn't give me dates. Alright, I give up. I give up. Uh, Worlds 2020 Pokemon World Champions will take place in August 22 in 2022 in London, England. Okay, but we don't have official. No, there's no official okay. official nailed down days. We just know it's going to be in August. Wonder if we're going to have international travel by then. Uh. Because so one of my one of my college buddies, uh, one of my fraternity brothers was supposed to get married. He was going. Him and his fiance were going to get married in the states, um, this past weekend actually, and. Uh, he messaged me a couple weeks back. He's like, hey, by the way, um, we're having to push it back because 
your government's not letting us come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we... I'm like, awkward. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't let anybody in, I guess. I guess it's still just COVID nonsense. Anybody trying to get I... into the States is like, unless you are like attached to us by a piece of land, it's almost impossible right now. Granted, yeah, I... I don't know who would want to come here for anything, but... uh. Yeah, uh, homecoming was this past weekend. So I had a bunch of people message me saying, hey, yo, where are you going to come up? I'm like, no, my girlfriend's in the hospital recovering from surgery. Yeah, yeah no, I'm good. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, we're going to, I'm going to try to go to Indianapolis. If I can't go to Indianapolis, I'm going to talk the wife into going to Milwaukee because there's other things up in Wisconsin we can do. Name three. Uh, there is the reptile <laughs> zoo that she wanted to go to this over the summer that we ended up rescheduling our vacation to go and try to go to Pigeon Forge with y'all. And you see how well that went over. Yep. Uh, which, when, when that happened, after we, like, we tried last minute to see how long it would be, if we can get a hotel, but we couldn't do anything last minute, so we ended up just staying at home pretty for most, most of the vacation. Um... Yep. Kayla's got family up there we can go visit. Okay. We're at two. Uh, and then I can take a short trip up to the Minnesota border and uh, visit some people I know up there. So it'd be a win all around. Okay. You know, I, I was not expecting you to actually have three to I, pull I, out of I, your ass. I have three. I have <laughs> I have more than three if I stay here long enough. Color, color me surprised, man. The big one so, was the reptiles. That was the big thing she wanted to do this year. <laughs> so, um, where are we? What are we doing? We were talking we about have... all the events that we're going to do that we're probably, hopefully, not going to be playing on Series 11 Part 3. Well, you say that, but um, we'll figure that out then. Have <laughs> um, we even talked that Series 11 is Series 8 Part 2? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I was pretty upset. You were... Eh. You had feelings. Uh, but in fact, the Invitational is also Series 11. Yep, we, we sent out our results, our... Uh, Voting. Our survey and everything to everyone who is qualified and looks like they're going to be qualified uh, for the event. And uh, yeah, series, series 11 ended up winning the poll... Um, so for those currently like 12 who are locked in, is that right? There's like 11 or 12 that are guaranteed. So we have 11 that are automatic invites through qualifiers. And then we have Karibo and Vern who are automatically locked in. I believe so we have 13. Gotcha. I believe Dan and Chunks is also a lock mathematically. It'd be very hard for someone to catch him, but I think his spot is still locked. He can just end up anywhere between third and fifth. In points. Okay, cool. Because so of the, because he, the other two he's not going to get bumped. Yeah, he's not going to get bumped. Um, the two that could get bumped are Papa Swish and Blizz at I think it's seventy nine and sixty nine respectively. Something like that. The website's Give not me... updated. Oh well, never mind. I'm not going to go look at the website. There was then. no rumble, so I didn't <laughs> update the website. That's fair. Uh, which... Speaking speaking of that. Um, we do only have one rumble left. That's going to be this Wednesday. If you are interested in playing, please go sign up right now. Uh, that link is going to be in the Discord. 
and it's going to be double points because we didn't have one this, on last week. So, so this is actually factually your last chance to get points to qualify. Yep. Um, and even even if you don't plan to qualify, like myself, I'm just going to play just to play. Yeah. Um, you know, at this point, I just want to play as much as I possibly can, and you know, if there's something on the line, cool. If not, whatever. I don't really care. I just want to play. It's the series ten last hurrah because it's our last event in series ten. And more importantly, it's uh, like four days before the event actually ends. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, do we have Showdown Ladder up yet? I don't know. I'm looking. I would be very surprised if we do. I don't need to do any kind of testing or anything like that. I already have. I already know what I'm playing. I have them saved from Series 8. <laughs> we do not. For those uh, who are curious, no, we do not. Is there a Series 8 ladder? No. Damn. <laughs> There's a spooky cup ladder. Boo! Um, random doubles. No, you missed my right, joke. I got I'm nothing. Sad. No, I I got it. I just ignored it. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I already know what I'm playing in series eight. I'm literally going to build Yveltal Cole, Gigas Zacian, and probably Lapras Zacian, and call it a day. I have a Series 3 event I'm playing in tonight. Yeah. Uh, basically, as soon as we get done recording, and I'm playing I'm playing Cole. I'm going to be the bad guy and play Colossal. Colossal <laughs> before it was cool. Dude, dude, that's the honest truth. I was talking to, uh, to Bower Dad about it, and I'm just like, this wasn't a thing then. Nope. It wasn't. I really don't think people are going to be anticipating it. Oh, no, they will be. <laughs> I'm hoping not. I'm hoping I can just run them over. You might be able to, but uh, it might you might catch people who are off guard who've been playing a tough ton of series ten, and mm-hmm. uh, aren't used to it anymore, and so just don't expect it. Just aren't aren't ready for it. And then I have uh, I'm doing my 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 six are going to be Cole Dragapult Primarina, uh, Sableye Charizard, and then Durant. You got cause... a salt vest on your Primarina. I do. You got Aqua Jet on your Primarina? I do. Good. You'll be fine. Uh, my my Primarina is actually calc to be able to take a an overgrowth from opposing coals and then Oko them back with Hydro Pump. <laughs> so... Nice. <laughs> nice. So, like, cool, get wrecked. Nice Dynamax. Bang. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I was actually really excited to play for this event, and there was a lot of things I, I was looking at to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I messaged I messaged Josh last night. I'm like, I might be playing budget Amoongus. He's like, what is that? <laughs> can, you, can you figure out what budget Amoongus is, Carl, if that's your only clue? <laughs> budget Amoongus in Series 3? Uh-huh. We didn't have Tangela. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I, I thought I it was ninety nine percent. Was it? I'm pretty sure because if so, that ruins everything. I'm pre- I was gonna play Tangela. I'm so upset. I'm pretty sure Tangela's Isle of Armor. Um, I I literally can look at the Pokédex here. No. Am I right? My plan. Isle of Armor. I'm so upset. I was so excited I was going to get people with Tangela, man. No. <laughs> I'm like, this is actually like a decent Amoongus replacement because you have Rage Powder. You're bulky because you have Eviolite. You have Regenerator. 
and instead of spore you get sleep powder but you get knockoff. I was so excited to play Tangela. Yeah, no. That's why I was like, I'm pretty sure Tangela was Isla Armor. Yeah. I had a, I had a sweet Lumberry Gyarados set I was going to play too. I mean, you can this, still play that and get away with it. I Like, th- this uh, this Gyarados is actually calced to be able to live a Focalith plus chip. And also Oko uh, opposing Coles. Nice. So, like, it, th- this team is actually really cool, too. Uh, it was in DD Hat, Cole, Dragapult, Tangela, and Gyarados, but evidently Tangela's not legal. <laughs> Got him. Dude, I was so excited for that team. Like, dude, I spent probably, like, a good 20, 30 minutes calcing this team, like, doing different calcs and everything. I'm just like... I am going way off the rails of what I already have. And I ruined it for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did. The only thing I was going to have to get was a Hatterene. And then I'm like, I don't want to breed a min, min speed Hatterene this late. I could have just thrown one at you. Because, like, the rest of the team I had shiny. So I'm like, and that, that was, like, the other defining factor. It's like, I don't want to play five out of my six shiny. So I'm not going to play Hatterene. <laughs> oh, goodness. So then uh, Josh let me borrow a Poplio to breed because I forgot you gave me that shiny one forever ago. Mm-hmm. So I had it bred and everything. And then I start looking. I'm like, well, this is going to be the only non-shiny on this team, too. And then I started pulling out everything else from home. I'm like, oh, wait, I own one of these. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I bred eight of them in one set in one sitting one time. Dude, that's it's like my Incineroar luck. 55 boxes before i finally got one well i had i i that's the opposite i had i stole all the luck because i had eight and like 30 boxes (laughs) terrible Um, man i'm so upset i can't play tangela (laughs) like i'm not even playing that team anymore and i'm upset that it's not legal i remember you showed us like draco zolt for something i don't remember what um, that was like Dracozolt. I have that on my phone. Give me two seconds. It was like, here's every common pairing in the game. It was like Dracozolt. Like yeah, it was Dracozolt, Cole, uh, Venu, Cole, and Wimsolt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I figured out that you can't have Vine Lash on Venusaur. So I'm like, well, that's useless. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> that's why Zard was playable. Yep. So that's when I was talking to you and you're like, hey, what's your plan for Sableye? I'm like, I forgot that was a thing. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a plan for everything else, but not that. <laughs> so that's when uh, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to be the dirty coal player and I hope it's good. Series three coal was it was just the beginnings of just everyone figuring out coal. But I feel like everything in this event is going to be a coal mirror match because Colossal is just so powerful. Dude, I really hope not. <laughs> I hope no one is prepared for it and I'm the only one playing it. Do you have Earth Power on your Colossal? I have... Uh, no, I have Solar Beam. You might want Earth Power on your Colossal, just in case. I debated playing uh, Physical Coal because you get Rock Slide. Yep, you get Rock Slide over Ancient Power. Yep. Which, like, that was... That was a decision I had to make, but... I played Physical Coal in Series 3. Uh, my Coal is currently spec to outspeed Venu and Sun, because I think that's the fastest thing in this format. 
Uh, yeah, outside of things with, like, doing things with Tailwind and whatnot. Which, like, or I mean, Scarf, that's still... Dragapult, or whatever. I mean, that's still gonna outspeed quite a few. Um, I, I, I'm really excited to talk about this team. It's um, super cool. I'm ready to come in next week and be like, oh yeah, that team was a disaster. It was awful. Scarf Dragapult <laughs> is... Three-something. It's, like, three... Three... No, it's like 320, 322. Something like that. You can get cold. You, add... you can get cold at 360. Yeah, but why do that? Uh, this way, this way, I get to be modest too. Mainly so you don't get outsped by opposing cold running earth power. <laughs> uh, Coloss. I mean, uh, Dragapult Scarf Pult can get to 319. Yeah, there it is. I was like trying to do the half the the half math for thirteen, and then do all the rounding, yep. and it's just. Yep, it's awkward. Um, if you're carrying Tailwind, make sure your everything's one hundred seven because that's the magic number. Uh, I am actually not because I'm playing Sableye instead of Whimsicott. Okay. Uh, then you so gotta worry about it. To... Just quash them all. Yep, I get to quash. Uh, Durant outspeeds Charizards by one. Yep. Uh, Primarina, I have it 12 EVs because I had leftover. What is your moveset on your Durant? Uh, Iron Head, Rock Slide, Shadow Claw, Protect. What's Shadow Claw for? Uh, Max, Max, uh, Phantasm. Like, being able to hit Cole super effectively seems okay. And then just being able to drop their defense. Okay. I just was wondering. Uh, you don't have to worry about Dragapult, probably, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I debated playing either Lum or White Herb on Durant, but I think I I'm really on the fence about White Herb. If I play White Herb, I have a better Incin matchup. I have to say, I think you're putting too much value into this uh, Durant since Incineroar is in the format. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I have Zard, I have Cole, so like, I'm not really worried about Incin. Like, if they have it, I just don't bring Durant probably. Yeah. Or I can just bring Sableye and quash them instead. No, I can't. I'm, I'll I'm just, dumb. I was going to let you figure it out on your own. You're fine. I got there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you figure took, that one out on your own. Took me a second, but we got there. Uh, what else do we is got there any? On? Is there any better damaging attack than foul play on Sableye? Uh, you get like Shadow Sneak. Depending on what you mm. want to do with that. Well, my policy's on Colossal, so nothing. <laughs> well, more is so is, like, picking up Focus Sashes and whatnot. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm not like, playing Fake Out. Is that a mistake? I feel like that's a mistake. I'm playing Encore instead. Okay, that's fine, then. You're probably fine. Yeah, I'm playing Encore over Fake Out. That's fine, then. Yeah, I don't I don't hate that. Everyone's going to be expecting Fake Out, and then they'll protect, and then you get them. Yep, that's the plan, at least. That's the idea. That, that is that is the hope. Um, Durant outspeeds Togekiss, so like Rockside and or Iron Head are, are both good there. I am on on uh, Dragapult. Okay. Uh, Sableye has Sunny Day Encore Quash Foul Play. What's the Sunny Day for? Zard. Oh yeah, we have Zard. Okay. We like I, I'm really excited to play this. I I hope this team is good. It looks good on paper, 
Uh, and, you know, I, I sat down and did calcs for stuff and, you know, it, it's exciting. It. <laughs> yeah, this is the most work I put into a team that I haven't actually played any games with. <laughs> I'm excited to, you know, get paired up for game one and this team be a train wreck. <laughs> yep. I, I might swap Solar Beam for, for Earth Power. That's the one thing. I, I recommend I, it. Unless you like have solar... a good, unless you have a very good coal answer that's, like, not weak to anything it's doing, I recommend having Earth Power on your coal. Like, Sableye Durant's not awful as a lead there. Or Primarina. I think Primarina Sableye is actually the lead in the coal mirror. Um, you could do I can some... quash them and just hydro pump them. Yeah, you could do some fancy shenanigans with uh with Zard too. Mm-hmm. This is also before we had access to Scorching Sands. And we don't get Earth Power, right? No. So I could I could play Ancient Power over Solar Beam. I think I like that. I think I'd rather have Ancient Power Zard because then I'm better in the mirror. You get to change the weather. That's the big thing with Ancient Power Zard. Yeah, I get my solar power boost and then they don't. Exactly. As long as you're faster. I, I mean, I'm going to be paired next to Sableye, so I just squash so, yeah. them. So, like, as long as you're faster. Again, again, this is all on the back of Sableye surviving a hit, yeah. too. <laughs> I, th I think I like Ancient Power over Solar Beam. I like, I, I don't need to change terrain in this format. So, like, Solar Beam's just good for... Opposing water types. Solar beam, solar beam also gives you like existential, like just like healing with grassy terrain. So uh, not on Zard. Not though. on Zard, but everything else on your team yeah. is grounded. So I'm also expert belt because life orbs on Durant, which like that's that's the other reason to play uh, white herb is then I can slap life orb on Zard. How many taunts you got on your team? Zero. You're gonna die in a trick room. I I am well aware. <laughs> Sableye is gonna have to pull its weight. Uh, Sableye is gonna get eaten by a dazzling gleam, and you're gonna lose a trick room. Yeah, like that's that's the one matchup I don't feel comfortable in. Swap and the rant I, for something else then. But I already have it. It's already shiny. <laughs> and I actually have never got to play my shiny Durant. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. Find something, slap Taunt on it, and you'll be fine. Sableye doesn't get it, right? Mm, I think it does, but it's not going to do you any good to, like, Hattering, though. Yeah. You really need, like a, like, a parting shot to get that Hattering out of there. I love that we've just derailed the Series 3. Dude, like, this is the best part, is, like, you know, I, I was talking to Josh about it, and it's like, Man, if you need team ideas, just go listen to, like, the first episode of the podcast, because that's what we were starting with. That is true. We started with Series 3. I so had... if, you see a, if you see a big bump in the views for those older episodes this week, that's why. Okay. <laughs> it's because I sent everyone back to listen to them. Um, these older formats, it's fun to go back and look at these older formats, though. Dude, it's really interesting to go back and look at these older formats through the data that we know now. Oh, yeah. Like, I was I was talking to Poppy about this today, and, like, talking about Series 11, because there's, uh, there's a tournament tomorrow that I was going to try to play in, but I'm probably going to have to work through now. Um, but I was looking at... He, he was uh, locking in Amoongus. He was playing Focus Sash Amoongus. 
I'm like, dude, honestly, I think I like Rocky Helmet on still, just so you have a better answer against opposing Water Urshifu. I'm like, because I think people are going to keep this bulky Waterfu set around based on Series 10. But at the same time, uh, when you have base 130 Airstreams flying at it every turn, Sash is probably just fine there too, so... Yeah, like, with Colossal being popular again, and all the max airs running around, Focus Sash Amoongus is probably going to be the norm again. Yeah. Turbo Shroom away! I might, I might actually... Excuse me for a minute. Oh, God. So what else were we going to talk about? Oh, yeah, we had the, uh, the, uh, uh, research video thing from... Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh yeah, that is that is a thing that uh, that came out. We we got the static video Tuesday, something like that. It was a while. It was a couple days ago. Because I was at work and you know everyone was blowing up about it. Yeah, it, it was Tuesday. Um, because I was talking to one of the guys at work about it, and then uh, today they spoiled because there's there's a part in the video. Where the guy says something along the lines of, what is it? Is it a Growlithe? No, it's a Vulpix. No, that's not it. And because it's static, you obviously don't get to see what it is. Yeah. And says, the tip of his tail is red and swaying. Oh, I think it's turning this way. It's adorable. Yeah, it's small and cute. Everyone was like, oh, it's it's Arcanine. I'm like... Not if it's small, it ain't. Uh, yeah. When they, they thought the thing that attacked was Arcanine, I'm just like, I don't think it's Arcanine uh, gotcha. because the Growlithe doesn't have a red tail. Mm-hmm. Like, they, then, they know what here, the Growlithe is. It's not something new to them. It says the white fur on top of its head and around its neck is so fluffy. And then, you know, we get attacked, and then... And then... Uh, come to find out it's zora and zorark yeah and dude these things are adorable <laughs> i love i love the zor so i um, need this as a plushie like yesterday man i mean if we go to uh if we go to indianapolis they might have a sitting cutie of it dude i don't know if they'll have them out by then you'd be surprised they're probably working on that stuff uh way in advance and Plus, like, the Zoroark that'd be like looks five good months. too. That'd be like five months out afterwards. Like the Zoroark looks cool, but like, dude, the Zora is just adorable. So they're from what I've looking like looking at them and trying to figure out what they're based off of. They're based off the Japanese uh, Kitsune, the fox okay. spirits, because mm-hmm. they're a normal ghost type. Dude, that is such a sick typing. They got they are the winner it's of so coolest good. Pokemon from Pokemon Legends Arceus by far. Like, dude, everyone's going to have one of these on their team. Yeah. It doesn't matter how rare it is or anything else. Everyone's going to have one. If it has illusion, you will you will see this on every single team. Yeah. For a while, at least. You can't fake out into it, man. You can't fake out into it. Uh, it's only weak to dark. Like. Is that, is that, it's, I actually want to. Uh, Pokemon type effectiveness. It's, you can't hit it with Ghost type. Ghost is only weak to Ghost yeah. and Dark. Normal's only weak to Fighting. You can't hit it with Ghost and Fighting type moves. Its only weakness is Dark. I just wanna. I wanna see what else it is. See, we are Normal and 
Ghost. Ghost. So super effective from Dark. Uh, we take resisted from poison and bug, and we're immune to normal fighting and ghosts. Uh, offensively, we hit a lot of types neutrally, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, my worry is that just like the special moves for Zorar aren't going to be good enough to carry it. Oh, fun fact you actually hit every type neutrally, it looks like. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 types. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah, so uh, you hit every type neutrally, and then you deal with Ghost and Psychic super effectively, which Ghost is obviously great because Normal can't hit it, and then Ghost hits everything that Normal is resisted by. Yeah, this is sick. The typing is super powerful. I don't know if you got to watch Wolfie's video of, like, what's the most powerful duo typing and whatnot. Uh, I saw his. I saw it was posted. I haven't been able to watch it yet, though. Spoiler alert: It's fairy and steel. That makes sense. It, like it makes sense, right? Just like how powerful that combination is. They're both powerful types on their own. Ghost and normal, I think, was third. Uh, so fairy steel takes double effective from ground and fire. Uh, you're resist. You're immune to poison dragon. Quarter damage from bug. Uh, you have. Eight types here that you resist, so you're taking neutral damage from five types, super effective from two. Yep. Um, let's see. There's there's also poison dark, which is a lowland muck. You only have you have one weakness, uh, one immunity, four resistances. Yeah, defensively you aren't as good as po- in poison dark, but I saw cool he though. was uh, he posted on. Uh, Twitter asking for what's the worst typing pair you can come up with? Um, do- <sighs> I think I mean, it's anything ice plus anything else with a bunch of weaknesses. Uh, let's see, ice and grass. No bug, grass. Ice and bug is pretty bad. Ice and bug yeah. is probably one of the worst typings in the format. Poor frost moth never got a chance. <laughs> Let's see. Um, let's see. We don't want anything that has an immunity. Yep. Oh, ice and fighting is pretty bad too. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty bad. None of the like weaknesses line up like to block each other with the resistances. So, ice and poison actually has a bunch of resists. Yeah. Um, ice and ground is also pretty bad, but at least you have it. You have an immunity, and you have one resisted hit. Yeah. Uh, like if you take the same logic from Wolfie's video that Fairy Steel is the best typing because the two of the type like by themselves the two types are very very powerful. Uh, if you take the worst types, you'll probably end up with the worst typing possible. Like he won't even have to come up with a video for it. Like it'll be fairly easy to figure out because he's already done all the work for best typing. Mm-hmm. So by that same logic, you can probably just pick Ice and like Ice and Bug or, um. Ice and ground is bad. Ice and steel feels kind of meh. You have an immunity and a four times resistance and then seven ha- uh, resistances. So, like, you're actually only weak to three types. Steel is busted, man. Oh, yeah. Steel is one of the strongest <laughs> types in the game. Um, ice and rock gives you six total weaknesses. Maybe ice and grass is the worst combination. 
Because Ice and Bug, you remove the fighting weakness from Ice types. Uh, Ice and Bug actually has one more resistance. <clears throat> so yeah, Ice, but... and, Ice and Grass is probably the worst. Sorry, Obama gr- Snow. <laughs> Ice and Grass has seven total weaknesses, as opposed to Ice and Bug that has four. Sorry, Obama Snow, you're bad. <laughs> you're really bad, man. <laughs> um, Ice and Psychic is actually really bad too. You have two, uh, two, um, two resistances, six weaknesses, and everything else is neutral. <laughs> Sorry, Jinx. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Mr. Rhyme. Man. Mr. Rhyme, you're just bad. I didn't I didn't realize how bad ice was as a typing. Oh yeah, there's a reason it's it's just one of the worst typings in the game. It's gotta have a trade-off. A lot of its offensive prowess is really good, and freeze is just busted. Yup. Uh but back to this Hasulian uh Zorua Zorark. It's adorable, um, man. I I just I just wanna hug it. If this thing has illusion. It's, it's just busted. It's busted, right? Like, like, imagine the impact on VGC. Imagine not having team preview. <laughs> imagine not knowing that your opponent has it. <laughs> like, you, even if you know they have it, you don't know if it's going to be up front. You don't know if it's no! going to be that. You don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, actually dumb. Like, it is nuts. <sighs> what else did you want to talk about? Uh, Greedent and Halloween Unite stuff is out. Oh yeah, this is this is all you, man, because uh, I haven't played Unite in like three days. I've been, uh, I've been grinding Diablo. <laughs> go log in and get your pumpkins. I don't know what that means. Uh, so there is the Halloween event, which the currency for some of the stuff is in pumpkins, and there is a limited number of pumpkins you can get. Okay. Uh, you will not be able to unlock everything because you only get so many pumpkins, unless you're very, 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 very lucky. And by very, 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 very lucky, I'm talking 0.01% chance lucky. So what is the, like, I know you said you can get Greedent through it. So, um, it's a bunch of cosmetics for the most part. There is Greedent, uh, which you can get for 70 pumpkins. There is the Witch Hat, which is 50 pumpkins. There's a sticker back. There's a sticker and a background and a frame for your portrait card, uh, which are 5, 5, and 10, I think, respectively. Okay. And then there is the Pose, which is 20. It's this kind of spooky, creepy boo pose. Gotcha. Like for Halloween. I currently have it mm-hmm. on mine. Um, you could also, uh, and that, that's all for pumpkins. You could also exchange pumpkins for like boosts for like point boosts for experience stuff and whatnot. And then you can play the pumpkin gambling game is what I'm calling it. So you buy pumpkin, you spend pumpkins to buy pumpkin boxes. Okay. Okay. Which then I'm assuming has a chance to give you pumpkins back. Yes. Uh, 63% chance to get one pumpkin. So you lose a pumpkin because it costs two pumpkins. Okay, that was my next question. Uh, 34% chance to get two pumpkins. So you get your money back. It's an it's equal exchange. And then that leaves you like a 1% chance? Or like a 3% chance to make so money off of it? There's a 2% chance, I believe, for five pumpkins. Okay. There is a... Like a 
0.6 something percent chance to get 20 pumpkins. That's uh, that's a few. <laughs> and then there is a 0.01% chance that you can get 50 pumpkins. And 50, I'm assuming, lets you buy basically everything? 50, a 50 pumpkin lets you buy the witch's hat. Okay. Right off the bat. How much now, is greed in? Greed in is 70. That's so a lot of pumpkins. <laughs> so you can earn... Through logins, you earn 56. If you log in for 14 days, you'll get okay. 56 pumpkins. If you so you have to come e up with 14 pumpkins to get If you play in the free, events and get all those, you'll get three pumpkin boxes, which okay. at worst are worth three pumpkins, mm -hmm. and about another 40-ish pumpkins by playing the game, by doing the events. Okay. So you'll so get like... about 90 to 100 pumpkins, roughly. You if you need, do everything every day. Yeah. You need about 120 pumpkins to effectively buy everything. It's not awful. Here's the kicker. You can buy greedent with coins or okay. with actual with actual money, however you want to purchase it. You can buy the witch's hat with tickets. Okay. So if you that are... That reduces the number of pumpkins you actually need. Exactly. Because then um, you can just spend pumpkins on the cosmetic stuff that you can't buy in the shops and then play the pumpkin box game to maybe roll for a free stuff, whatever. I personally have already bought everything that I wanted out of it. <laughs> and I have all the events done already. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's actually not a lot to get all the events like to get all the stuff through the events then i'm assuming or I have can, you just been playing that much i can tell you right now if you get with a friend win 10 games you're done oh oh okay win 10 games in a row with a friend you have everything unlocked oh event wise it's that easy okay event I, uh... the games are five minutes long they are hilarious You'll throw pumpkins at each other. It is so much fun. I highly recommend it. If you have, if you played Unite and you're just kind of looking for something fun to play with it, this is the game mode. This is what makes League of Legends so good is the rotating fun game modes like this where they're not just super serious grind, grind all the time. Mm -hmm. These are what makes the game fun. Gotcha. Um, it, it's a little gimmicky. Uh, Greedent... The meta in the pumpkin format is like Machamp, Blissey, uh, these big, bulky bru bruiser Pokemon and healing all the time. Greedent never dies <laughs> in this format. Because if you get close to dying, you just turn him into a pumpkin and push him away. Huh. Okay. Uh, if you're squishy, you get turned into pumpkins and you get pushed away. So the idea is to play these bigger, bulkier characters that Mm -hmm. can chase you down still things like Machamp, they're really good at that um as for greeted on its own the video for greeted came out yesterday um greeted is like this weird heal tank it's like a healing tank that just throws berries out at people or for yourself okay. your whole att attack mechanic is based around berries i'm actually really excited to get this uh, have that video go up so i can watch it so basically catch me up so you can, there's like two really cool builds that I like. Uh, both of them use Belch, 
which uh, Belch is a AOE cone in front of you. Okay, and similar. its cooldown is reduced based on the number of berries you've consumed when you use it. You can have okay. up to five stacks. Five stacks is a full cooldown reduction. It, it just oh, automatic sick. refresh. Which, that's, that's insane. That's probably going to get changed, because when I tell you about the rest of it, it's it's nuts. Um, pardon the squirrel pun. Um, so, you have the move Stuff Cheeks or Covet. Those are your other, those, that's your other move. You pick one of those two. They both provide you with berries in different ways and kind of grant you general move speed. So, Stuff Cheeks kind of does what uh, Snorlax does with Gluttony. You throw mm-hmm. berries out, and then you run faster towards berries, no matter okay. where they're at. Uh, okay. Covet, you throw one berry out in front of you or up next to you, and every berry you hit, you progressively get faster. <laughs> so you essentially can drift around the map with Covet pretty, pretty easily. That's that's awesome. It is so much fun to just kind of sit there with Greta and just throw berries in a circle and just build up speed and then just run. You what is kinda... the what is the cooldown on on covet? It's about eight to nine seconds. Okay. So you it's, it's it you can it lasts long enough that you can get away. Gotcha. You'll get about six berries at level at the first rank and about nine to ten at the second rank. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and every berry you hit, you progressively get faster. That's uh, that's awesome. When you run into characters, you uh, knock them up into the air. Okay. So it's like a CC thing. So you'll, you'll spin around in circles around characters, and you'll hit them, and you'll knock them into the air, keeping them in one spot for the most part. But you could also spam Belch and Bullet Seed at the same time. You're running around with Covet. Okay. Uh, Bullet Seed's the other move. It's not as good, in my opinion, compared to Belch. Uh, Bullet Seed is more of like a press and hold kind of attack, but it only fires in a line, and it's hard to aim and move at the same time. Okay. It's it's good DPS. It's kind of like Sylveon's Hyper Voice. It's really good DPS if you land it all consistently. Whereas Belch is a AoE cone in front of you, you can whip around real quick with Covet and just bop somebody and then run away. Okay. Um, the Unite move uh, is Big Berry Splash or whatever it is. You eat a berry, jump into the pile, it knocks up foes in the area for a little bit, but it maxes out your berry meter constantly. Do you see where this is going yet? Uh-huh. Okay, so... Because your ma- berry con- your berry meter is maxed out constantly for a short amount of time, uh-huh. you get to spam belch. Uh-huh. With no cooldown. Uh-huh. So at that point, you're doing this... probably 13 to 15,000 in damage depending on your build. This seems very stupid. You get to blow up Zapdos very quickly. I actually haven't played since the the Zapdos nerf. It's not very big. It's not. It's not. Cra- it it closer games, uh, still get swing swung by Zapdos pretty well. Games that are farther apart, you win more often. 
or lose more often depending on how how where you're at okay. so like if the game is really far apart like you're really really struggling you're probably two to three hundred points down zapdos isn't going to be enough to get you there gotcha gotcha you need zapdos was giving about 300 or 400 points on average to the players depending on how many people were around now it's giving maybe maybe 260 like on average so enough of a nerf to make it noticeable but yeah. not enough to completely nerf like not enough to completely warp the game around it yeah uh, gotcha. dreadnought nerf wasn't terribly terribly bad either uh it's not enough i feel like to where like you're picking Rotom or Dreadnought every time. Um, I feel like you can easily just still take Dreadnought and be fine giving up the first Rotom. Okay. Granted, the Dreadnought doesn't give as much experience anymore or it doesn't give as much of a shield either, but the Rotom just doesn't do enough for you anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, what was what was the Rotom buff? Uh, it buffs your movement speed towards goals. Uh, it... It's not anything crazy. Okay. It's it's just little itty bitty things here and there. Okay. Um, the other big buffs changes in the game right now. There is uh, a Garchomp buff. Garchomp feels much better now. Feels like, like a much actually more... playable now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pikachu got a buff. Uh, Thunder and Volt Tackle both had damage increases, which is really cool. Uh, Slowbro kind of feels playable with Amnesia now, which is really cool. Um, cooldown is much shorter, and the HP gain has increased based on your total HP. Uh, did last... go ahead. Did Talonflame get another buff? Uh, Gale Wings got a bug fix. Oh, so Gale Wings wasn't activating after every KO. Okay. So they fixed a bug that caused Gale Wings to not activate after a KO. Neat. So, the um, the big the big changes to Rotom were like now it lasts twenty five seconds instead of fifteen seconds when you hit a goal with it. So you have twenty five seconds to score all your points. Okay. It it doesn't help that we're trying to push Rotom in is still hard, and the experience is um. 20% of the current level instead of 55%, and the shield is 10% max HP instead of 20% max HP. That's not terrible. Dreadnought still is probably the better Pokemon mm-hmm. to go, like the better buff to get uh, over Agreed. Rotom. Just mainly because it is that extra experience, it is that shield, it does help you push that bottom goal because that bottom lane is the longest lane, and that is one of the goals you want to take first. But yeah, that's the big. Those were the big uh, unite buffs. Um, Greedent, the Greedent video. Highly recommend going and checking that out. It, it was a ton of fun to make. Now that I have the format figured out, as long as my computer cooperates, it it will be. It'll hopefully be a watchable video. All in due time, man. Yeah, I spent three k on the new PC, and that hurt. Let me tell you, I had never spent that much money at one time. <laughs> the the only time i have spent that much money at once is on my car yeah yeah i don't own a car i'm buying a pc instead of buying a car 
my my pc wasn't even that high i think i only paid 12 granted mine was shortly after the uh the bitcoin bust i guess you could call it the where, where it first got onto popularity yeah uh so like graphic cards were more expensive but not like stupid absurdly high like they are now yeah so this this new pc is gonna be a workhorse for sure mm-hmm. uh, my my current pc build i built it originally for 750 dollars and I've upgraded it since then, so it's probably got about at at like if they were still market retail prices, it'd probably be about a twelve hundred dollar computer. The fact okay. that this new one's going to be thirteen hundred dollars, and I like, I looked for the best deals I could find on things, and I three thousand is still a lot. It is, but at the same time, it is a. Uh... It is going to be all worth it when we actually can get to do what we, we, you know, what we want to do with it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this will all pay off in the end. But yeah, I think that's everything that's going on this week, next week, last week, whatever week we're on. I don't know. I think so. Time is an illusion. (laughs) I think we hit the big things at least. Um, I know Angelo and Hannah... Um, from the, the New England VGC. Yeah, there it is. I, I could not think of the word New England. Um, they are running a series 11 ladder tour, uh, tomorrow. Let's see. What is, what is the time on that? It's going to be, it looks like 5 PM CST or, uh, let's see, that's 10, 10 PM, uh, UTC. Something like is, that. Is that right? I think so. So if you're if you're interested in playing in that, um, we have the the code and everything on our Discord. I'm sure they have it on theirs. Well, but so, this you you forget this is going up Monday. Yeah, this is Tuesday. It'll be it'll be it'll be on Tuesday. Yeah, it's the twenty sixth. Yeah, okay, Tuesday. Cool. cool. Yeah, I'm not over cool. here plugging things that have already happened. Hey, I've seen you do crazier <laughs> things. I just want to make sure. And then uh, we have our Rumble on Wednesday, the 27th. Last That's... one, come get your points. Double points, come get them. Those who were in the top 10, but they're just sitting outside the front. I know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> they may come not play. know who they are, but I know who you are. Come play. <laughs> it's free. Free events. We cannot also, stress that enough. Also, Vern, if you're listening, I have all your shinies. Please respond. I've messaged <laughs> you like three times now. And I've been waiting for a response. (laughs) Well, you know. I have shinies for you to pick from, but I need you to pick them. (laughs) Tell them I have four Remoraids. I'll trade him four of them. (laughs) Um, I got a bunch of donated shinies from Karibo and some other people, so... Oh, yeah, the raffle. The raffle's going on still, too. I was going to to transition, but you beat me to it. Yeah, I was just like thinking of shiny Pokemon. Hey, the raffle's going on. Make sure to go Mm -hmm. get entered in the raffle. Uh, yep, I'll we... probably include the link form. So we'll probably post the link form again on the Monday announcements for people to find it again. Just so yep, it's... just just a heads up about that. Uh, there are two two sets of Zarud and Celebi. Uh, and, and every every Mart is going to be separate. Um, you have the shiny dogs from 2011, uh, Keldeo from 2013. You have the shiny 
Um, Dialga and Palkia from 2013. There is the Pokemon Go Shiny Mew. Um, there's the Shiny Arceus that I donated up for grabs as well. Um, and all the proceeds are going to uh, directly support the GoFundMe for the Santos family. Uh, in fact, we're we're literally not handling any of the money, so you don't even have to like, stress or even attempt to think that we're doing anything with it. Oh, yeah. You donate it's... to them and then show us proof of donation and we'll we'll get you signed up for this. So yeah. if you're had, interested in that. We had one big donation, I remember, earlier. Uh, it was like $100 from someone. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. Hope that everybody else can get in and entered in this raffle here. Excited right. to give away this stuff. I know there's there's quite a few that uh of this group of mons that I'm interested in. Like I don't have any of the dogs. I don't have the Dialga Palkia. I'm ninety five percent sure I have a Keldeo. I want I know the the uh tapus are in there and that's the one I'm interested in the most. Oh yeah, they're not even on the uh they're not even on the thing. Yeah, we had some extra add-ins at the tail end for the raffle. So, yeah, the the graphic doesn't even have everything, but there is plenty up for grabs. Please, please, please go donate to them and uh, help them out. And, more, and, you know, also have a chance to to win something out of it. So. And fun fact, it's all tax-deductible. You can write it off on your taxes. Cause that's I actually didn't works. know that. That's how charity works. Any charitable donation to anything, no matter what yeah. it is, is a tax write-off. Yeah, I didn't realize that uh, GoFundMe counted as a, a charity fund. Yep. Huh. Cool. It's just like donating to your local food bank or to your Salvation Army or anything like that. You can write it off on your taxes. Hmm. Did not know that. Now you do. Cool. Well, I anything else it. on the way out, man? Uh, no. Not that I can think of. Okay. Then... I think it's about time we get on out of here. Um, Sounds like a plan. So, as always, everyone, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, I know we have the video podcast going up on Spotify as well, so you can always go watch us over there. Um, I personally have not got a chance to look at how it looks and everything, but I I'm sure no it clue. is uh, very, very much the same way that uh, it looks on YouTube and everything. But, you know, uh, always likes, comments, all that stuff, regardless of where you, you watch the podcast or you listen to the podcast, uh, all that stuff really does help us out. So if you can do that, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, as always, you can come follow us on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri 25, Carl's at Musical VGC. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch. I am at Mr. Missouri 25, Carl's at Musical. Um, I am going to start being more active on Twitch as well. Um, just starting to not only grow my channel, but also our community as well. So you can always come find me there. Uh, most likely going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, moving forwards, unless I get called into work. So um, always check out my Twitter. I'll have my stream schedule and everything for the week posted there as soon as I know about it. And yeah, uh, past that, you can always come and join our community discord. That's where you get to be. Uh, hang out with Carl and I and all of our fantastic mods and everyone else who is amazing in our community is all on there. Uh, that's where you get to play in our events and all that stuff that we've talked about today here at the end as well. Um, check out the website. We have an article going up today by Zardichar talking about their team um, that he played in 
multiple, multiple events through all of Series 10. I know he hit uh, number one on the ladder with it. He had uh, multiple top eight events with it. I believe he won a couple as well or finished second. I would have to go back through and read the article. Yeah, so you would have to go back and read it. <laughs> it's, it's a very well-written article. Um, it's what I'm going to be playing for laddering this week. So make sure you go and check the article out. Uh, go check out laddering when it goes up tomorrow. And I think that's everything I had to say on my way out today, guys. So, I think Carl, that's it. final I think words? that's everything. Um, okay. I can't think of anything else. Cool. Then I'm getting out of here for the days. So, have a good one, everyone. And peace. Peace.